Hello, Barbarians. This is Dustin. As always, we are brought to you by Barbarically Candid Coffee. Yeah. What a way to start your day. Um, check it out. You can find it on the website. We've got it on social media, all over the place. With that, we're going to get into it. Welcome back, guys. I am Dustin. And I am Gavin. And this is Barbarically Candid, your favorite backyard news source. We're back again another week. 52. 52 episodes. You know, I just saw in my memories, we actually just hit a year like last week. Oh, shit. That it's means been a year. I had COVID this week last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And we didn't even know. But, yeah. then I ne- but then I never caught it. Yeah. I think we attributed that to all the stuff that the government has given that you. That very well could be, you know. But it's been a good week. Been a relatively busy news week. Yeah, and too much damn rain. <sighs> Absolutely. Uh, hopefully we can send some of that to our northern neighbors who are now experiencing 115-degree oh, temperatures. pissed. Yeah. And, I mean, part of me is like, ha-ha, because they made fun of us during the freeze. but. Right. But they aren't built to handle this. No. But, but you know what? We weren't built to handle sub-freezing temperatures for that long with no power either. Exactly. And, you know, we do hope that our northern neighbors are doing good. I hope y'all are staying cool. I would hope that your ACs Ooh, That was work. a little tongue-in-cheek almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did hear that Seattle area last week. It was like like – for my company, there are like 40 stores out there that were all just no power due to, I guess, rolling blackouts and stuff. They're like, yeah, it's like 104 degrees up here. And? <laughs> I, yeah, I tell you, you know, it was kind of weird because we saw stuff from ERCOT about, oh, we need you all to roll back your power usage, keep your homes at 82 while you're sleeping. And we're all like, no. No. This is nothing new. The freeze, that was something new. Yeah. This is every every yeah. summer. Every summer. In Texas. So, I don't think so. We're going to keep on staying cool, and we are going to get into the first story. First story is, so there were 11 people in Massachusetts. Well, the Massachusetts State Police, the standoff began around 2 a.m. Police noticed two cars pulled over on I-95 with hazard lights on after they apparently had run out of fuel. At least some of the suspects were clad in military-style gear with long guns and pistols. He added that they were headed to Maine or from, I'm sorry, to Maine from Rhode Island for training. Hmm. And it's some group called like the Rise of the Moors or something. It seems to be a very demographically heavily uh, African-American. Well, would you look at that? So I don't know if this has anything to do with uh, BLM, Grandmaster Flash, or Jay, or whatever his name was with the 
fuck around and find out crew or whatever. Whatever happened to that? I they, haven't heard they, anything. They, they disappeared. And honestly, I, they stole the fuck around and, fu- and find out from the Proud Boys. That's been on T-shirt well, that for, for a couple. Now, granted, they probably stole it from somebody else. That wasn't. Their I don't name. know yet. I don't know yet. That wasn't their actual name. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm paraphrasing because okay, I don't remember what they were called. But it's a cool shirt. Um, say. This was in Wakefield, Massachusetts. There's black people in Massachusetts. I, apparently so. Oh, well, well, I mean, they were traveling through. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hang on. I've got a little more on it. Let me. So the standoff shut down a portion of I-95 for much of the morning, causing major traffic problems during the 4th of July holiday week. And this is Friday, by the way. The interstate's now reopened. Shelter-in-place orders for Wakefield and Redding were lifted. So you can imagine 11 armed individuals standing with long guns slung on an interstate highway at 2 in the morning. Yeah, that's a, and they happen to be, well... Okay, let's just be honest. It doesn't matter what color they are. No. 11 guys with guns on the side of the road is pretty much absolute quick reason to call 911. Because hunters are not going to do that. Yeah, plus they, they would have on orange anyway. Plus it's not hunting season. So Correct. So what were they hunting? We'll, we'll never know. Them wascoey quackers. Yeah, probably. Dang. But the thing was is it, what they were doing was not consistent with the firearm laws. Ah. In Massachusetts. So there was a video posted to social media. The man did not give his name, but said he was from a group called Rise of the Moors. And he said, we are not anti-government. We are not anti-police. We are not sovereign citizens. Okay. We're not black identity extremists. Said the man who appeared to be wearing military-style equipment as specified multiple times to the police that we are abiding by the peaceful journey laws of the United States. Now you still have to follow state state laws for Mm -hmm. firearm carrying. And that, you know, basically that means don't be out on the side of the road causing attention Yeah, with guns because people are going to get scared. And uh, you know, the fact that they just happen to be of minority persuasion looking like myself might have caused a lot of extra. But, hey, he said he identifies as non-black extremist. I don't know if that's part of the alphabet, but... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's certainly something. So That'd be a good question. Next up, it's been on everybody's mind this week. So U.S. hammer thrower, Gwen Berry. She turned away from the American flag during the national anthem at an Olympic trial. Now, we're going to talk about that for a second, and then we're going to talk about what's been drummed up. Uh-oh. So she turned away, said she was set up, because they told her that it was either going to be played before or after they got off the podium. Yeah. Wasn't it like a five-minute difference yeah but here's my thing it's one thing to hear it from like nfl nba mlb they're private entities right when you sign up to represent the united states of america on an olympic team (laughs) i mean you really you represent that flag yes and so for you to you are making 
not just you, Gwen, but uh, along with everyone else, we are the laughing stock of the world. Oh, yeah. Could because of these kind of actions. Could you imagine if somebody in North Korea turned away from the flag? They'd be shot. Oh. On site. Yeah. There'd be a sniper from a couple miles away. Their best sniper would probably have gotten them before they even walked off the podium. Now, I would like to say kudos to the other women who stood there, hand over heart, yeah, celebrating the flag. But I'm sorry, Gwen, but if you want to be on the Olympic team, now, if you, if you don't, if you have a problem with the flag, which she said, apparently there's some racist verses in the national anthem, stuff that doesn't get some uh, like more. the second and third. I guess I, I actually haven't seen them. I'll have to look them up and see exactly what we're talking about. I haven't seen it in years, and I want to say there, there's a little bit of illusion, but we knew from the get-go we didn't have the best beginnings. But here's where we are now. And that doesn't mean that we've got to throw auto-tune and hip-hop verses into the, you know. Right. And we're not going to change the flag to have a bunch of different colors to represent every state because that doesn't make a lot of sense either. No, I I still say. AC Gray, you you still say. If you you want to be on the U.S. Olympic team, then represent the United States of America. It's really simple. Yet that Rapinovich still doesn't do it. Yeah. I'm legit curious to know how many in the how many basketball players are going to drum up some crap. And th- didn't we talk about a guy? Was it last week? I forget what the sport was, but he said if he wins, he's going to like st- like stomp on it and all this crap. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, normally, uh, mm. normally when someone gets that extreme, karma tends to bite them in the rear, and they just don't win. So, speaking of karma, um, so. She turned away from the flag. All right. So, you know, we're drumming up everybody's uh, past Twitter stuff. Well, she's no different. She wrote about drunk white people being so retarded and made light of rape in her early 20s. She used the R word. So she's 31 now. And she did use retarded in a derogatory way. She tweeted, white people are so retarded when they are drunk. And then she said, this little white boy being bad as hell, I would smack his ass and then stomp him, shake my head, white people, kids, hella disrespectful. Apparently she's never seen Bebe's kids. Now, well, (laughs) she also did a tweet, which I don't, I don't know that it makes light of rape. It was, I'm about to rape my lunch. I've never heard anybody say that. I mean, I've said before, I'm about to, I'm about, well, to, I'm about to fuck this up. I'm but, about to fuck this up. Yeah. But, something like that. But, <laughs> but never, I'm going to violate the hell out of this egg roll, you know? Wow. Chinese finger trap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a new one. So. And she covered her head with a t-shirt during, after she turned her back to the flag, cover, covered her head yeah. with a t-shirt that said activist athlete. Like that was supposed at the end of the day, like you said. When you're going there, all the work that you put in, yeah, you want to go all the way and win gold and be famous. But in the entire point of it was to represent your country and this sport or activity or event that you happen to excel and practice your a big portion of your life for. So if you really have a problem with this country of – all the countries, because, you know, the last time I checked, it, granted, we're kind of going down the hill, but we're still the freest country out there. 
I mean, we're still pretty damn good compared to a lot of the yeah. ones out there. Quite frankly, go to fucking Canada. They might like you. Who knows? Or go to Mexico. Hell, go for it. Go to Jamaica. I'm sure they would love to have you. You'd fit right in it. Hell, you'd probably find you a nice guy and everything. So, quite frankly, we don't need you. I'm pretty sure whoever came in second place, even if they came in third or fourth, just because they cared about the country and they did their best, hey, aren't we all about a participation trophy these days anyway? I'll still give you my kudos. Now, I do want to say, while we're talking about the Olympics, current news, there has been uh, Shikari Richardson, Mm -hmm. a track sensation, Mm -hmm. favored to win the 100 meters. Yeah, that girl can fly. Uh, She has been suspended after testing positive for marijuana. The United States Anti-Doping Agency announced the positive test result Friday morning and said Richardson had accepted a suspension of one month starting on June 28th. That could clear her in time to run the, a trial that takes place later in the games. The uh, uh, This is the 4x100 relay, yes. I think it was. yeah, And that's if she's named to the U.S. team, which... She could get dropped at this point. Now, let's keep in mind, um, I'm not sure what state she was in when she smoked the weed. There's a lot of states where it's legal now. Yeah. And here's the thing. Marijuana is not a performance-enhancing drug. No. Now, if she popped hot for steroids like that bitch who ate a burrito. Yeah. Oh, Oh, the burrito. Burrito burrito had steroids in it. Mm. Maybe she. Maybe it was a, a Subway tuna bur- burrito. That would explain it. Damn everything. you, Jared. Yeah. Oh, Pooh, by the way, I think he's still hoping to get out of out of jail early now. Really? <laughs> now that Cosby's out. You know? Oh. <laughs> Good luck with that. Maybe Cosby can send him some uh, encouraging, see, take the pudding pop and ball. And good luck. We'll see. Yeah, he's still taking a foot long, I'm sure. But, our, you know, I want to know where the people are that were so adamant when they were talking about stripping Michael Phelps of some of his medals because he smoked because of smoking weed. And everybody was like, no, let him keep him. He passed. Where are y'all at now? Crickets. Yeah. This one, this is one where I honestly think the people, and I don't mean black people just because she happened to be black. I think on the average, the people who represent this country, who love this country, who live here, mostly agree that was a bullshit thing. Absolutely. That I makes mean, zero sense. If she popped hot for steroids, I'd be like, okay, yeah. that's, or, you know. Or, or like HGH. If she, was on, if she was on that trend, okay. But if she's smoking weed and she's still beating y'all, imagine if she never needed weed. She'd and beat you even was, more. She's doing this to help you, you all these all yeah. the other countries out because y'all slow as hell compared to her, okay? I will say, in her defense, not making excuses because I don't feel like I should have to because, yeah. like I said, weed's not a PED. Um, she had just lost her mother before like when she smoked she had just lost her mom like a week before so i kind of get it like you know but have you seen the uh memes Uh, you know i was gonna go to the olympics but then i got (laughs) high (laughs) i was like oh too soon too soon yeah but no hopefully she'll get picked up and can run that one later in the games because she deserves to be there 
You can say what you want. Weed's not performance enhancing. Yeah, I'm I'm on team uh, whatever the hell her, her name is. Shikari. Shikari. Yes. That sounds like a character from Stargate. Just saying. It's definitely like an anime name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I almost watched Akira this morning, by the way. I had time, and I was like, eh, I might not have that much time. Was that the Battle Angel? No, no, no. Well, the the old one from, like, 1988. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't seen that one. The new movie is pretty good. I enjoyed I've, it. I've heard. Uh, next, The Ocean. You saw The Eye of Fire, yes? Yeah. I was singing Johnny Cash like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> A fire on the ocean surface west of Mex- Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula Early on Friday, it's been extinguished. It took about um, five or six hours to put out. But it just goes to show, like, and Pemex is the company. that's right. And they've had a history of uh, this kind of stuff happening. Can we start drawing the, the, connecting the dots? Do we know what's going to happen in Deer Park now? (laughs) Just think about it. Shell Deer Park has a nasty history with well, and they're the, the ones EPA that just bought the out the shell there. Correct. They yeah. just bought the refinery. I think this. I think the, the chemical plant might technically still belong to Shell. Yeah, I think they it was just the refinery. the refinery. Yeah. But in the last fifteen years, Shell has paid millions of dollars for things that they've done to the environment. You know, quote unquote. Oh yeah. So, and this is already like luckily, this could be this could be bad. Thankfully, there were no injuries. Right. Because there was a rig right next to this. They're going to investigate because that's what they do, of course, you know. Now, who's going to get paid off during this investigation? Who knows? Because they have a long record of major industrial accidents at their facilities. But how do they compare it to BP? Mm, Neck and neck. I mean, I don't think we would know because I think they are paid off. Well, a lot of their stuff's in Mexico, too. Yeah. So So you're not going to hear. I don't know if OSHA really does anything down there. I would legit be curious if we've got uh, listeners who happen to work, whether it's contract or employee or, you know, special visitors in the show, as this Pemex thing gets done, I'd be curious to know if what major changes actually happen. I'd love to know if they make changes to their safety, like life-critical stuff. Because I'll say this. At one point... They had some new rule system, and I heard that they fired, like, the week that they started their cardinal rule thing, like, almost a dozen people got fired nationwide in a week. And, oh, wow. and, it, and it wasn't all contractors. Like, a couple of, like, long-term employees who were doing stupid stuff like uh, walking on a pipe rack without being tied off. Like, if you're not 100% tied off and you get caught, automatic. Which – that's, that's a life critical. Yeah. So like, that's, I mean, I get it. Being so, a plant guy myself, like I understand it, but it definitely sucks, especially when it's that quick of a change. Yeah. Maybe one morning. I don't know. You know. Cardinal sins, right? But that's also, it depends on if you're in a represented site or non-represented because some of them places, people are real quick to snitch on you. Oh, I could imagine. Anyway, just keep your nose clean. But, yes, if you just happen to hear about something, oh, yeah, by the way, this is their new rule system. Just tell me on the low line. Let us know, yeah. yeah. BarbaricallyCandid at gmail.com. Yeah, baby. Uh, next, Donald Rumsfeld, Defense Secretary during the Iraq War. He served four presidents, oversaw a war that many said should have never been fought. Mm-hmm. But he said the removal of Saddam Hussein had created a more stable and secure world. 
Now, as a lot of you know, Big Don was known as the architect of the Iraq War. Yep. And I'm sure we could Monday morning quarterback a lot of the decisions made during <laughs> that time. But he has passed. Can we do the squiggly lines on the screen, too? Yeah. <laughs> he has passed at 88. He had, I believe, it was some kind of cancer, a myeloma or something like that. We wish our condolences to the yeah. family. Um, yeah. May he continue to kick Saddam Hussein's ass in the which, afterlife. Like, Saddam was a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I saw it firsthand. But he did keep the Iraqi people in line. Yeah, he did. Something so to about say dictatorships. That, to say a more stable? No. Mm. No. That's when it seemed like every time we seem to jump in, the after effects are always seemingly like it's the, the, the butterfly effect. Well, a lot of that is because we go in and we destabilize. We create extremists. Isn't that wild? It's crazy because, you know, you send in drone strikes and you bomb a village and you kill little kids, unfortunately. Kids or you kill somebody's parents. Um, yeah. Now you've radicalized. Some youngins. Another one to the cause. So. Yeah. It's a touchy subject and, you know, but we also, we don't fight wars to win. We used to. Because if, if, it, if it was, it would be men, women, children, salt the earth, roll out. We don't because we're not a conquering nation anymore. It's true. We're not trying to expand that much. We're not trying to act like the British Empire for oh about a thousand years. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, hell, the French and the Spanish too. They did it too, but the British Empire yeah. was definitely the largest. They had that navy though. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's just crazy. But yeah, our thoughts yeah, and prayers, absolutely. condolences to the Rumsfeld family. The next story. A Harris County, Texas father has shot and critically wounded a suspect who was allegedly peeping into a 10-year-old girl's window and touching himself. The mother said she looks over at the window and this guy is at her window. I can't say that he tried to take my daughter's innocence away. But he was looking. But he tried to, he took my daughter's innocence away. He was away. looking and a jerking and I was a blasting. Now, the mother and father both ran outside. Well, not at first. That's right. not the whole story. That's true. They ran outside with guns to confront the suspect. He then fled to a Valero gas station across the street. They cornered the suspect, had him yeah. drawn down. Uh-huh. The mother held him at gunpoint while the father went inside the gas station to call 911 to get the cops there. And that, in my opinion, is where he fucked up. If it would have been me, I'd have sent her inside. Yeah, I don't damn know, right. I don't know why he made that decision. I don't that, know. That um, was a terrible idea. But the suspect managed to disarm the mother while the father was inside, forcing the father to shoot him upon his return. The mother said, we didn't want this guy to get shot. We were waiting for police to detain him because I'm pretty sure if he did this to my children, he's doing it to a lot of other children out there. True. They said, we are praying for the suspect and praying for his family, but fuck that guy. Yeah. Pedophiles get no mercy whatsoever in my book. So. I'm just sad it wasn't a bullet to the head. Amen. Now, obviously, off the bat, they weren't in that they weren't in a fight for your life type situation. They had him caught. In my, in, I think, in the average guy's opinion, had he sent his wife in, the guy would have been arrested for being a peeping tom, and he, nobody would, would have been shot. There would be no, cra- you know, it would have still hit the news. Absolutely, and I, I'd love it to know have been to this extent of uh, let's get the law up in here and check out this whole situation. 
Yeah, I'd I'd love to know why they made the decision for him to go inside. I mean, I remember that story in Lake Jackson when the mom tackled that fifteen-year-old peeping tom. Oh yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Apparently, this lady was not to the same caliber. <laughs> Apparently not, or he got the jump on her. You know, yeah. things happen, but so. I, you know, we've said it uh, before. You absolutely should keep your head on a swivel and protect your children. That's what that's what we as parents are here for. However, once something this heinous happens, you still have to think. You can't just run on pure uh, pure adrenaline. Because I know, just like all of us, you're going to want to put them in the dirt. Yeah, I get it. But by the law, you you'd be the one in trouble. You got to let you got to let them do their job. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Although, did you hear uh, Sheldon in 90 area, there were a group of Hispanic males with long rifles and body armor that infiltrated someone's property yesterday afternoon. Really? Yeah. Why does that sound like some drug cartel, drug deal gone bad type shit? It was on that Grizzlies hood news and. I think it. I think it wound up being on the actual news at some point yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, that's like a mile from my house." We will have to look that I'm, up. And I'm uh, locked and loaded. All report right. Report more, maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. Stay, stay, stay tuned if I can get some more info on that one. Absolutely. Now, Allison Mack. I'm yeah. sure a lot of you remember her as Chloe on Smallville. Yeah. She was always my favorite. Right. Like for me, Clark should have stuck with her. For me, Lana. Nah. No, now, what my what just wasn't my jam. Chloe was, she smart, was she was the cute. girl next door. She was cute. She was nerdy. She, she was smart. She challenged him intellectually, and they but, were. But then she team. ended. Then they ended the show, and she joined a sex cult. So you know. Uh. Yeah. Although, wait, who was the redhead again? Oh, the she, one that played Lois. Yeah. Yeah, she bad. Oh yeah. I was all about Chloe until Ooh, she until came. came and I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, you got it was me. Like, oh. Yeah, Clark, you need to hit that. Yeah. Now, uh, Allison Mack, like I said, we uh, starred in TV of Smallville for a decade, Right, is set to be sentenced Wednesday for her role in the Nexium sex cult. Now, there is a documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I saw some of it. Yeah, I wasn't able to watch the whole thing. She's been out on a $5 million bail (laughs) and under house arrest. Well, yeah, because come on, with the kind of money and resources she's got, she'd be an absolute flight risk. But she'll appeal in person or appear in person at a federal court in Brooklyn. Now, she pled guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy. Seems like it'd be more than that. Well, plea deal, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you, you only put kids in the sex slavery. But yeah, this racketeering charge well, should be in the- I don't know that they were minors. I think they were consenting adults, from okay. what I've understood. However, um, she was accused. This was like a self-help group is how it started out. And then it went very cult. Like Um, it had like executive coaching. You paid all this money. Prosecutors accused her of recruiting sex slaves for Keith Rainier, who was like the head dude uh, via its subgroup. So you had Nexium and then it had like all these little subgroups and DOS, which was Dominus obsequious sororium. It was an all-female secret society of masters and slaves in which women were forced to be sexually subservient to Rainier, who was the leader. 
Just think about how many disk operating system engineers wished it that they had it like that. Well, the way he got them, so her and others were made to engage in sex acts with Rainier, be photographed nude, perform labor, and follow an extreme diet. They were also branded like cattle. I forgot about the brand. With and a yet- symbol who was actually, it was actually his initials. They found out later that oh, it was oh, his initials. Oh, that's kinky. And how many women were enjoying the garden variety watered down version in theaters under the Fifty Shades trio of films? And see, you could have been there. Yeah, that, that could have been you. Could have been there in the red room, you know getting what? branded. Missed all opportunity. That shit. Damn. Until we do the barbarically candid red room. <laughs> mm. Sister wives, what? <laughs> no, I, I I've got my hands full with one. <laughs> She's going to hear that later and be like, what she doesn't, fuck? she doesn't listen, <laughs> please. <laughs> she calls it my little talkie show. No, oh, she doesn't that's listen. Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. But we're going to see what she gets sentenced with. Um, yeah. They're seeking a sentence below the standard age. Um, the standard age is 14 to 17 years. Okay. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. We don't have anything yet. She was going in, I think Friday. Um. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. I haven't heard anything yet. I don't. We're know on if, standby, just like you guys are, folks. Unfortunately, we don't get our news any faster than you. Yeah. Next. Oh God. <laughs> so as you know, we just uh. we just ended Pride Month, and so now, just in case any of our. Gals and gays out there who may listen, corporations no longer give a flying fuck about you. But on Sunday, 27-year-old Cataluna Enriquez, a biological male, beat out 21 female contestants to be crowned Miss Nevada USA. Enriquez will now move on to the Miss USA pageant scheduled on November 29th. With a victory there, Enriquez would become only the second transgender contestant ever to compete for the Miss Universe title because it was one from another country a few years ago. Um, During the competition, Enriquez wore a homemade rainbow-colored gown to celebrate Pride Month and honor all of those who don't get a chance to spread their colors. So. so, Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm not done yet. Oh, but wait, folks, there's more. The news outlet that we heard this from boasted that by winning the pageant crown, Enriquez is redefining what it means to be a woman and what it means to be beautiful. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I've learned, uh, this is a quote, I've learned to love myself, learn the beauty that's inside me, learn to use my voice and the power that I have, Enriquez said. You are capable of anything as long as you believe in yourself. Yes. So apparently now, men or people who once identified as men yeah. are not only dominating women's sports, but also women's beauty <laughs> pageants. We just do it all better. The only So now the only thing we can't do is give birth, and I'm sure they'll figure that out just to make it unfair. So, ladies, I mean, it, was, it, it may not be a problem for us because we're I mean, straight, but for the rest of y'all, your days could be numbered. I mean, you better step it up. I'm not going to lie. I saw the competition. Cont- I saw the contestant. I would have never guessed. Like, I saw it. I was no like, Adam's apple, no looks, man hands. Looks like a pretty girl. So he probably looked like a bitch to begin with. Oh, jeez. I mean, you just move it to the side. You know? <laughs> be all right. <laughs> I'm going to drink some more now. <laughs> yeah. 
speaking of trans, our next story, a transracial British, I'm sorry, a transracial British influencer has 18 surgeries and now identifies as Korean. So this person, what is a social media influence began identifying as transracial after going 18 surgeries, transition as race and gender, according to a series of videos. Videos. Ollie London underwent 18 cosmetic surgeries to transition into a non-binary Korean and resemble Park Jimin from the K-pop band BTS. Yeah, I've heard of BTS. I've heard their song Butter. That's, That's about it. Um, the influencer shared in a series of videos posted Monday, the transracial influencer has begun identifying as Korean and goes by the name Jimin with they, them pronouns. And here's a quote. Hey guys, I'm finally Korean. (laughs) I've transitioned. I have the eyes just had a brow lift as well. I've been trapped in the wrong body for eight years. And that's the worst feeling in the world when you're trapped and you don't feel that you can be yourself. The newly named Jimin said Monday, but finally, I'm a Korean. I can be myself, and I'm so, so happy. Can you? S- I got this Forrest Whitaker eye twitch going on right now <laughs> yeah. as I hear this. Like, WTF. Um, so here's the thing. If you want to be Korean, isn't you that, have to be born in Korea. Isn't that still appropriating Korean culture? It seems or, like, and there's been a lot. I she didn't, identifies does she does he she whoever get, get a pass? I don't have a, uh, I don't have the quotes here, but there were a lot of Koreans that actively spoke out about this, and was like, "You're being super racist yeah. to think that just because your eyes are slanted now, <laughs> you're Korean." Yes, like if if you love. I get it. If you love the culture, you love the food, you want to live there, you want to work there, you want to go fucking move there. Then do that. Enjoy. You don't don't need to have surgeries to alter your epicantic fold so that you look more Asian. Now, another question. So, you know, in the last month and a half, you and I have both wound up having to replace our vehicle. Yes. And, you know, you got to sit there and look at all the, the money that goes into buying a car. How much do you think this fool spent on these surgeries? Oh, I have a number. Please tell $150,000. Do you know what $150,000 could have bought? Now, what I wonder, because I think now with trans people that want to be another sex, I think if they go through all the therapy and all that kind of stuff, it's I believe insurance sure. covers some of it. Well, I'm going to need uh, so insurance I wonder, to buy us a boat. I wonder if insurance covers something like this. Do you know what what kind of boat we could score for 150 grand? <laughs> um, the biggest pontoon boat ever. I'm talking no twin engine pontoon. I'm boats. sorry, but if if I'm doing it, actually be a tritune. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I saw because I, I still want to be able to pull skiers, but I want a party barge. You're damn right. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You know, so this is a similar thing that I think about when you see people who are always asking for money. Oh, man, I need help. You know, I got this flat tire, blah, blah, blah. But then like the next week or a couple days later, hey, check out my new tattoo. So what gets me is since this person is apparently a social media influencer, I wonder if they're fans or 
whatever branding deals they might have, Helped maybe that paid for it. I don't know. I'm going to need you to buy some more coffee. Um, yes, because we need a boat. <laughs> I don't need a boat. I really, I would, I would want a camper before I got a boat. Yeah. I, you know, I've been, I've been on a boat the last two Friday afternoons and it's been really nice. You know, we've been talking about, um, and actually one of my old section sergeants wrote me and was like, Hey, why don't you get like a kiosk in the mall to sell your coffee? And I'm like, well, that costs a lot of money. Yeah, it does. But we've been talking about maybe doing like a farmer's market. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to talk to our coffee guys, see what kind of price we could get to pre-buy a bunch of bags, take it out to a farmer's market, maybe record a live episode. That'd be cool. You know, uh, I don't know what the slots look like. Even if it wasn't a farmer's market, we could do like one of those uh, little uh, local church. like uh, Five Corners and uh, Laporte. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But, you know, let us know what you would want to see us at and... We'll announce it whenever it happens. We're going to party. Yes. Now, next. Teen suffers life-changing injury trying to imitate porn. Oh, yeah. So, in a tragic case illustrating the sinister effects of online porn, a 16-year-old girl's bowel was so badly injured during group anal sex that she needs to use a colostomy bag for the rest of her life. The teen reportedly suffered the life-changing injury while copying scenes seen in violent porn, which that's open to interpretation. Yeah. Uh, According to an Australian broadcasting company news investigation, but sadly Australia's national broadcaster was told that the girl's horrific experience was just one in a string of serious injuries to result from porn-addicted Australians trying to imitate aggressive sex they've watched online. Now, Australia's GP and former Royal Australian College of General Practitioners President Dr. Bastian Seidel told the ABC he had seen firsthand how copying behavior seen on porn videos can go dangerously wrong. We have seen annual fissures yeah. more and more. I've seen more in women. So it's caused by men having anal sex with women. Now, the ABC's hard-hitting investigation also revealed the horrendous experience of a woman, Sarah, whose former boyfriend forced her into having anal sex. Why don't we just call that what it is? Rape. If someone forces you to do something against your will, that's rape. I don't know why they didn't put that there. The 41-year-old was left with nerve damage to her bowel and can no longer cope with hugging her mom because she was so traumatized by the rape. In pornography, it's not how it is in real life. It's just not how it is. It looks like they enjoy it, but it really hurts. Experts and teachers have all agreed, and here's where they turn it on us, um, that porn-addicted men are making their girlfriends suffer in an attempt to copy what they see online. So here's 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 some things to think about. Yes, please, enlighten us. Um, first off, what you don't see, and you knew an adult actress. Mm-hmm. So, I, used to, I used to date um, one. <laughs> Yeah. If we were able to get in contact with her, I'm sure she would tell us there is a lot of prep work. It's not just show up and and bang. boom, you know. Yeah. Uh there are, you know, they do cleanouts. They wear plugs or dilators to get ready mm-hmm. for these scenes. It's not oh, I'm just going to shove two giant big dildos. old dicks in my ass or that yeah, oh, that horse dick. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Cuz I mean 
To be fair, the human rectum can stretch to eight inches before it tears. Which means you can almost fit two raccoons in there. <laughs> because a raccoon can squeeze into areas four inches. I'm, I'm just sure saying. Someone's <laughs> Richard Gear, we're looking at you. But no, seriously, there's a lot of prep work. And I know, you know, oh, women don't enjoy that wrong. Some do. Some do. Yeah, some do. You never know. But, but. it's also important that you don't, because all you see in the porn is boom, boom, boom. You know, they're going yeah. at it hard and heavy. They don't see the 10 minutes where you're like, okay, you can put it in a little further. A little further. A little further. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. stop, stop. Give me a second. Don't move. Lube guy. Lube guy. And the whole time you're sitting there like, don't lose it. Yeah. Don't lose it. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying there's a lot to be considered here. Now, I would advise against group anal sex, which is what they said they were doing. So I don't know how many they were trying to fit in there. I mean, uh, we we got to draw the line somewhere, okay? You know, what have we come to when it's gotten that crazy? Back in my day, the only stories that you'd really hear about was when kids just did stupid stuff because they were drunk and now they're losing you know, their bowels to crazy. I kind of I kind of get it though because I've you know I've I've pervade the online yeah, adult yeah. stuff who who hasn't right but if you watch it for a while especially like when I was deployed right that's all you had yeah you had that in your hand but after a while it's kind of like okay what's something a little more edgy yeah, and then it gets further and further. It, you know, it's kind of like when you're watching YouTube and you start off with, you know what, I'm curious about something that happened on the news. And two hours later, you're, you're like down this rabbit hole. Absolutely. The same thing happens in porn. Well, and I'll even say, as a man, there are times where I don't want to jerk off. But that release... It releases dopamine and all the stuff that helps you fall asleep. So when they talk about, you know, I, I hear people like, oh, how can somebody be addicted to porn? It's out there. And a lot of that is because of that release, all the chemicals that are introduced into the body after that release. Yeah. People get addicted to that. And that instant that gratification feel. But they can't find it from flipping through a Playboy or, you know, no. after a while they're like, this just ain't doing it. And it gets more extreme. And more extreme and more extreme. And then you're watching some chick fit three dicks in her butt. You know, I'm just. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> it's definitely something out there and it's become a problem. Not only that, a 16 year old girl. Like. Dude, I hadn't even, I hadn't even done it. I didn't even had sex for the first time until I was 18. I was a late bloomer. I, you know, I'll admit that, but. Yeah. To think of being involved in group Man. anal at 16. You're like, I mean, I remember when they had those infamous sex parties on the East Coast maybe 10, 12 years ago, and it was all like 12-year-old, like 10, 12, 13. But that was all oral sex. But, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But, my goodness, it, yeah, it really does get more and more crazy. And I'm going to reiterate, I've said this a long time ago. If you've never heard of this movie, look up Don John. It's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, if you remember the boy from Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, I know who he is. He was also the bad guy in the first G.I. Joe movie. Right. He also played um, Snowden 
That's right. In the movie, which yeah. is really good. Yeah. He's, but he's, I haven't he's seen that. He's become a hell of an actor. He, he, you know, he was, he technically, he was Robin before Robin became Robin in the yes. latest Batman series. Very, very good actor. Um, anyway, this movie is about, you know, your, your, your average uh, Jersey boy, you know, uh, sex, weights, laundry, or however that they would do that thing. And he discovers that he has a relationship issue because he's addicted to porn. And it was a really interesting example in a, in a, a Hollywood movie. You know, this, huh. it, it, this was a small movie. It was, it was. So it's worth checking out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, I mean, you know, and gals too, if you just happen to feel, you know, you know what? I probably watched two hours of porn today. I should probably find something to do better with my time. Watch that movie. Yeah, and if, there you you, go. and if anybody ever does, let me know what you think. I actually want to watch it again. I haven't seen it in quite some time, but it was kind of an eye-opening movie. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah that makes it made a lot of sense. So, just uh, you know, keep that in mind. I would say this is also a teachable parenting moment. Yeah, yeah. Where were you? So, yeah. not only that, but be aware. You know, kids, especially 16-year-olds, they've got cell phones, they've got iPads, they've got computers. Be aware of what your kids are looking at. But not only that, look, kids are going to find porn. It's way too easy not to find nowadays. I found porn when I was like 13. But at least, I know it's going to be uncomfortable. But have that conversation. Have that conversation, especially girls or boys, Mm-hmm. especially with boys and be like, look, this is not, you've got those hormones. This is not what it's really like. Yeah. Porn is fantasy. When you really get down to it, it's, it's not like this or hell in a joking, sarcastic thought though. I wonder if there's a whole subgenre of like porn bloopers out there. Yes. He's <laughs> like, as a matter of fact, there absolutely are. And if if they're dead set on watching something to get their rocks off, there are porns that are more made, I believe the category is for women. Oh, yeah. But it's more of like a passionate, you know, how it really is. Maybe direct them that way instead of the gonzo, I'm going to put a clown horn up your ass and, you know. While being tied up up, upside down, although that'd be kind of cool to do that to somebody. Yeah. Uh have you ever had a hospital grade incident that revolt that that came from the boudoir? Um, no, no. I remember some years ago, I was getting blown, and the gal suffered lockjaw. Oh, and that was like before work, and I was in my hotel. <laughs> she spent the night. And yeah, like all, all my whole crew saw me driving this girl to the ER. I was like, uh, this is interesting. Now, you know, so you just drop her off and be like, good luck. No, Gotta go to work. No, I was nicer than that. Okay. I, I did hang out for a bit. I mean, it's <laughs> lockjaw. It's not like that. Uh, what was that movie with Cameron Diaz and, um, where the dude's got like a giant slong and it gets caught and she has to relax her throat to, Oh, you know what I'm talking about? It's like the perfect yeah. thing or something like that. The st- oh, 
Someone's gonna t- is gonna email me or message me uh, about this movie. The strangest, thing, the sweetest thing, something like yeah. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, th- that's good the movie one, though. I enjoyed it. That's the it one good. where all the girls go into the bathroom at the beginning. It was Selma, and the guy, like, Selma sees, Blair. Like, a glimpse, and there he was just like, oh my god. Yeah, Selma Blair. I think it was the Cameron Diaz thing. and Jennifer Aniston. I believe. I uh, think. I'm thinking it was it was the sweetest thing, but I could be wrong. What we'll to check that out? I yeah. want to watch that again. That was a good movie. Um, I think that rounds us out for news stories. Yeah, we are going to get into listener questions, guys. I'm I'm so dead set on trying to remember this. <laughs> All right. Well, I will read this uh, first question then. Yeah, it was the sweetest thing. Nice. Okay. Then yeah. you take the questions. Got it. All right. Whew. Here's an all-encompassing one. What do women want? Uh, I. Th- <laughs> That's an unfair question to ask, and I hope that this person, I, I should have asked for more insight. So I think because, it- give me one quick sec. Go ahead. I think every woman technically wants something different. There may be certain categories of needs versus wants, but at the end of the day, if the, the most generalized answer I could think of, I think all women want someone who who cares about them and shows that they care about them and only them when they want us, when they want to see it. And after, past that, at that point, you're looking at the – the five various love languages to know what yeah, they actually I, need. I think it also depends on the type of woman. If it's yeah. a career woman or if it's somebody who's just kind of floating. Because in this day and age, men have become very much judged upon what we can provide people. Yeah, what what do you bring to the table? Whether it's women or kids or that's why that's why a dog is man's best friend. Yeah. Because as long as their bo- their water bowl and their food bowl is full, they're happy. That's right. Get, scratch their belly, get them right behind the ears. You got a happy camper. But everybody else is like, what can you give to me? What do you bring to the table? Which sometimes, sometimes women bring a lot to the table, and yeah. sometimes they got a paper sack with nothing in it. Yeah. So That paper sack better be able to cook or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something to think about. And this, I mean, it, it really also goes into – communicating your needs, wants, what you expect. Yeah. Because we're not mind readers. Do y'all remember that? No. You throw these subtle hints and we're supposed to take it and run. We you don't know, also we don't do subtle hints. Now here here's a here's a thing for men. Okay. And it's the nail in the head analogy. Okay. Your wife comes in, she's got a nail sticking out of her head. What are you going to want to do? Pull it out. Right. It. But you can't. So what you need to ask them whenever they bring you a problem, you ask them, say, do you want me to fix this or do you want me to listen? Because as men, we're very much problem solvers. We don't want to fix things and move on. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just want to bitch about it. They just want to be like, hey, I had a shitty day. I want to rant, get it out, and then... I'll be done. But as men, you got to be like, hey, you want me to fix this? Or do you want me to listen to you, bitch? And I don't mean bitches in like you wanna, a bad thing. Just, yeah. you know, they want to rant. You want to get it off your chest. chest. Transfer the level of stress and 
emotion either in the air or to you so that maybe you'll take it and run later. But I would also say, ladies, read the room. If it's been a shit day for us, maybe just, you know, go have a bath. Give us a few minutes to decompress. And if you really did want us to, you know, approach you, and while maybe we, in theory, both had a bad day, you know, everyone's got a cell phone, send a message. Hey, you know what? I had a bad day. When you got a sec, can we just chit-chat? All right. You got it. Absolutely. No problem. Ah. You know what's really annoying? It all comes down to communication, though. Which is really hard. I Boy, do I know. Well, and a lot of that is because you're afraid of being judged for actually communicating your needs, or, and especially as men, because if we communicate, hey, I don't know if you've ever been Little Spoon. Actually, by pure coincidence, I was the small spoon like three days ago. How amazing is that? And I was like, the fuck's happening? Okay. But how amazing is that? <laughs> Seriously. It was cool. Because not something we need all the time. All right. But as men, we're taught, you know, you got to be tough. Suck it up and drive on. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit if you got feelings. Just, you know, you're a man. Be a man. It takes a toll, people. Yeah, it <laughs> does. And that is what makes relationships tick. When and that's why men that start podcasts. Thing. Yeah. Because we don't want to go to therapy. You saw that meme I had put on. I did. I did. I saw it. And I had actually said that to a buddy of mine, Nick, who does the um, Smells Smells Like Like Middle-Aged Spirit uh, podcast. Great podcast if you haven't listened to it. Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit. You can find them on uh, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere you find podcasts. They're a different format than us, Mm -hmm. but still great. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, But I told him, I was like, that's why we do this. Because we can't start in the only fans. It wouldn't work. I mean, I mean, I guess it depends on what we were doing, but uh, yeah, just saying, a solo project. Maybe we do a barbarically candid beer poster. Seem to be all over TikTok. Yeah, get that belly. That's right. The dad bod count. We, all right, we talked about that last year. <laughs> yes. Okay. We 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 gotta get, make that happen. Okay. What do we got next? My wife complains about not spending enough time together, but every time we are together, she's focused on Instagram and Facebook. How do you and your significant others handle phones with having alone time? Ooh, I feel this one. Oh, my I feel God. this one so much. So what I get a lot is um, it'll be, well, you've been on your phone. I'm like, well, I just got on mine because you were sitting no, there no. on yours. So, I, you know. I feel the same. Now, I get accused. You're always playing a game on your phone. I'm a, I'm a Pseudo addicted to playing Mortal Kombat on my phone. However, there is a mode where it can autoplay. So all I have to do is just, you know, do little prompts to get to the next match and all that. And I can watch it do it by itself. So See, I can get, I, I can put some of that attention back into the conversation. But have you ever seen those business or you know, those friend date hangout things where everybody puts their phone in a basket? And the first one to pick it up pays for the bill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's definitely a option. Or right. you just talk to her and be like, hey, if you really want to spend this time together. Get off your fucking phone. Well, like, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very much an introvert. Uh-huh. Even though it doesn't seem like it sometimes. I'm like an extra introvert. I, I feel So like- sometimes, like, I need time to myself to recharge. 
and express that if you need that. But if y'all want to spend time together, express go, that too. Go plug them in upstairs, come downstairs, and instead of sitting in bed watching TV, or being on go Facebook. sit on the couch together and watch TV. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, just as far as bonding or getting together, I don't know what kind of stuff y'all enjoy. I have heard that the painting with a twist seems to be a big hit. No, you didn't like it? I've never done it. I oh, can't okay. I, I can't I couldn't draw a straight line to save my life. I'm not gonna lie. Although a cooking class that would that be could be cool. fun. Now, if you could get a private cooking class with our buddy Micah Petrie. That's right. If you're listening, Micah, trying to drum up some business for you. My man sells cheesecakes that, from what I've seen, are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, it's uh, July. I haven't seen that cheesecake yet, bro. (laughs) I'm putting you out there. Let us know. know, We'd love to have him back on the show. So if you're listening, come on back. Maybe we can do a little cooking class or something. That'd be great. Yeah, we, we got the camera, bro. But yeah, just find something y'all want to do together. Even if it's watching TV, even if it's, I'm a gamer. Right. I love playing video games, but sometimes I do play on my phone mm-hmm. because I can't go sit at the console in the guest room and spend time doing yeah. that because then it takes me completely out of the room. You right. know? Well, um, what we're saying is consider utilizing shared interest. And, I, you know, the older that you're together, if you didn't have a whole lot of shared interest to begin with, it gets harder. Boy, do I know. So it may be time to discover. Like, every, when possible, every Friday, I'm watching Jamie sing karaoke. I do not sing karaoke. I almost did last night. I, there was a, a new guy. I was like, hey, if you just happen to have this song, I might say fuck it. Because there were some dudes up in there who were sounding worse than I probably would. And I was like, Fair enough. you know what? If they're out there and they got the nerves, I'm going to do it too. They didn't have the song. So I got lucky. Damn. I, yeah, I know. It was going to be a stick figure song, by the way. So there's nothing wrong with finding shared interests. You may have an interest that y'all may both be curious about or, you know, back Hell, and even, forth. Even, even make a list of um, – some new things you've wanted to try out. Each of you make a list of five things. Her ass is not supposed to be no. on this list. <laughs> hobbies. New hobbies or something that you want to try out. Make a list. Each of you make a list and then you trade list and you see if there's anything. And you each try whatever you're comfortable with trying. Yeah. But that's your date nights. Go do those things on each other's lists. Just a thought. I like it. I like it a lot. What do we got next? All right. Ooh. When my mother-in-law is in town. Oh, that bitch. I'm telling you. <laughs> she always invites people over to my house without asking if it's okay. It's generally people I don't even know. My wife does not seem to be bothered by this. Am I overdramatic for being annoyed by this? My mother-in-law generally stays for weeks at a time. So she really does make herself at home. Here, here's my thing. This is my house. You want to go have lunch somewhere with your friends? Go ahead. You ain't inviting people I don't know to my house. And if you're going to, they better bring – how are you going to make it worth my while for my inconvenience? Because I'm not going to hide in my own damn house for you and your friends. So there had better be a nice bottle of bourbon or something. something which I'm still waiting to hear back. But, no, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think you're – 
You're not being dramatic for this. No, at all. that's a comfort level. That to me is extremely disrespectful. This woman, you've allowed her to come into your house. Mm-hmm. Granted, she's family, but I mean, family only goes really, so far. Did, did he really allow it, or was it's my mother-in-law? Don't really have a choice. Okay, fair, <laughs> but you're not gonna you're not gonna invite people over to my house that I don't know. Yeah, ain't gonna happen because I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. Even if I'm at work, I'm gonna see people show up on my doorbell camera. Uh, yeah, and I'm be like, who the hell's at the house? Oh, somebody so and so. Nope. Little text message. Get them out. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> who is this? Why are they here? I mean, am I gonna have my stuff stolen because your mom was a fool? Now they didn't give us a lot of context. We don't know if this person's mother-in-law is like a very, uh, you know, East Texas, haha, Florida grade meth head or not. There could be some dangerous ass people coming up into your house. I mean, I don't know. I know the person, so I doubt it. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. But they do have kids, and I just, you know, if you wanted to stop it, I would say, look, I don't know these people. I'm not entirely comfortable with people I don't know being in my house around my kids. Blame the kids. <laughs> so what about the children? Yeah. Because that's really where, it, I mean, coming from a father's perspective, if I don't know you, you ain't coming in here. Amen. I'm assuming this is from the same guy. Or, yes. Or, or, or. Uh, all but one of these are from the same guy. All right. Interesting thoughts. When family is in town for a weekend, do y'all go to dinner every day or plan meals at home? Also, do you pay for everyone if you go out? Uh, what kind of money you got? Yeah, I'm like, if they're coming to stay at my house, I'm happy to cook. Everybody knows me. I love to cook. So I'd be all about that. I mean, y'all better get ready for some sandwiches and mac and cheese. Damn, I mean, I'd, I would at least throw on some boudin and ribs. <laughs> now, if family comes in, yes, you do one big meal, Yeah, throw some stuff on the grill, whatever. But as far like as every day. we're not going to go out to eat every day for my family alone to go to Chick-fil-A because my kids are getting bigger. So now they get adult meals. They got that 12 piece already. The eight, eight piece nugget at Chick-fil-A. $49 for a family of five to eat dinner at Chick-fil-A. It's, so, and then, then you there. got, I don't know how many kids you got, but then you got family coming in and they, we might do that for one meal. And that's it. The rest of the time, and not only that, if they say, hey, we want to go out to eat, then they can pay can pay for them damn selves. You know what? Tell you what, if y'all can all fit in the car, I'll drive you over there. Your ass can pay for it. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, and that's kind of, you know, for my, my parents for a long time, we'd always fight for the bill. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've told them, like, look, if we invite you out to dinner, we invited. We, you. we are going to pay. It's not, you know, and I think it kind of go along the same lines. Now, if your wife has invited them out, she kind of puts you out there, yeah, hanging she, in the wind. So, yeah, she puts you on the spot. What do we got next? All right. What is your pet peeve around the house? I'm gonna answer this real quick. Oh, uh, there's a. I got a lot, but the most interesting ones, the damn porch lights. Everybody. In my house is totally happy with porch lights and the garage light being on twenty four seven, and it legitimately grinds my gears. I'm like, do I need to see extra light at ten o'clock in the morning? 
No, I turn it off as it turn it off before I go to bed. What are you, Peter from Family Guy? You know I really grinds my gears. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I am a typical dad when it comes to I am the guy who stomps through the house turning out lights. But I think a lot of that also is a lot of the times we are the ones who see the power bill. We are the ones that see the water bill. Or, you know, my electric bill is probably the worst one out of all of them. Oh, yeah. Which I'm getting new windows. They finally called. They were back ordered. That was a long-ass time. Dude. That <laughs> yeah. was like six months ago. So it was supposed to be done at the end of May before we went on vacation. And they were like, oh, it's back ordered because it's coming from China. Um, and then. Uh, oh, you got those lead windows. I got, well, I got some of them Wuhan bat wing uh, windows Ooh. with coronavirus coated. Um, yes. Now, but they're finally coming on the 9th to install. We're getting half of the house done. You know, by now, they should have just cut you a deal on the other half. <laughs> you would think so. Part of me wanted to be like, so I've been paying my power bill all summer. What are you going to do? But, no, that's that's really my biggest pet peeve. Not only that, but then my kids are like, oh, it's so hot in my room. I don't know why. I was like, well, you got your blinds open, your light's on, your fan's not on, your closet's open, the light in the closet's on, and our closets are not insulated. Right. So if you leave it, it's going to heat up the rest of the room. Like, it's just part of it. Makes sense. And uh, I'm like, guys, we've talked about this before. Which I get they're young, but like you figure, like how, how long does it take for something to stick to sink in? Something. Here's one for you: when you come downstairs and you look at things that shouldn't be where they are left around the house, can you automatically use your scientific dad reasoning to know exactly who did it? Uh, I can usually narrow it down to two of them, especially. I, well, and I guess this would be another pet peeve. I walk into a bathroom. Uh-huh. I'm like, who left all this shit in the toilet? <laughs> like, how how hard is it t- to flush a handle? I mean, come on, like, guys. Damn, are you feeling okay? I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah, damn. I mean, just come on. I'll say, I can walk into the kitchen, and I could, I could see milk's. You know, stained all over the counter. I can see the box of cereal. I can see the bowl just sitting there, and I automatically know who did it. And I will, I will send them a text message or a phone call. Who is it? Call them out. Do it. It's Josh. Oh, and I will say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need you to come downstairs like right now. I'm playing this game. I don't see. Care. See, you're better than me because I don't. I don't send messages. Oh well, I try to be nice. I'm gonna stand at the bottom of the stairs and yell if you don't get your ass down here right now. Now we do have the Alexa in the room, so I can uh, drop in on my phone and be <laughs> that's like, "That's great." <laughs> hey, how are you? Like to see you downstairs. <laughs> that's modern parenting at its best. Hey, my knees are bad. Okay, I can't be going up and down the stairs. I understand. What do we got next? All right. Do you allow other people to drive your vehicles? For example, neighbors, extended family members, friends. Fuck I mean, no. Ga- Gavin does. What? When, when? When they stole it. Oh, damn. 
Damn. Gotcha, bitch. Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that one time during football season a year ago no. when I had to move Misty's car because she parked in, like, somewhere crazy. Hey, can you move it somewhere closer? I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. No, no. Um, I, I don't – not normally. Like, I'm not, like, super protective. Maybe yeah. a little more of the new one. Has Misty driven the truck yet? No. See, the, the Trailblazer, Jamie never – no, and she and she was mad too. I was like, "Look, there's some things that you'd have to know, some nuances, so that you'd be able to drive it without being like, what the fuck? Something's wrong.' So for that re- for that reason, plus the fact I'm a car guy, and it would just I, it's, it would just freak me out. So she has not driven the new car yet. She's hinted at it a couple of times. I'm like, why? You got the exact same car." Only mine has AC seats, a sunroof, and a bigger motor. Oh. But they look, I mean. No, like, I don't. It looks the same. I wouldn't care if she took it, but there's also part of me that's like, if she scratches it, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Like, she could take it. She just hasn't. She's got a Suburban, so, like, she has a nice vehicle. Yeah. Plus, I don't think she likes the uh, auto stop start on the, the Fords. Yeah, I, always, I mean, it sucks I'll, in general. Like, it's not it's, it's not a knock against Ford. No, I always turn it off when I get in, just because I'm like, this is running down the starter. And we've gone over that. Yeah, I know. I still don't. I still don't believe the science. I on don't that. buy it. I still think in the end, even though it's better technology, blah blah blah. I, I'm still like, eh, how long is this bitch gonna last? How, Plus, how much is it gonna cost me? Not only that, but like when I when I start to go, I gotta take my. Put off the brake, yeah, wait for wait, it to start up, yep. and then press the gas. Yep. And it's, so I just turn that shit off every time. How long does it take you to turn it off? Normally when I'm sitting in the driveway, I'll go to pull out and I go to the stop sign at the end of the street, and I'll stop, and I'll hear it, and I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yep, yep, reach over. Yep, yep, yep. That, I, I, I'd be the same way in Jamie's car. And that's I if I don't do it right away. End. Yeah. But did we have another one? Didn't you have another one yeah, come up? I, I, We'll do one more. We're we're almost we're just over an hour. We're good. Just give me Uno Momento. Now I did okay. There are some political ones, but then here's some fun food ones right quick, you know. Uh does pineapple go on pizza? I think we did answer that. Okay, first off, I want to answer this first one because it says, Where can I hear your podcast? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna give I was like Baby, we're everywhere. I'm like, dude, I've told you about this. We are we are on Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast. Yeah. We're on Apple Podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio, but don't listen on there because we don't get the. It doesn't go toward our counter right for which ads. Is so, which is so crazy, but yeah, you can find us pretty much everywhere. And most of our episodes are on YouTube. We had a couple of technical difficulties in the last couple of episodes, and yeah. I wasn't able to get them uploaded. But they're going to be up there. Beautiful pineapple on pizza. It's not for me, but I do understand the sweet and savory. I just don't like the fibrous texture of the pineapple. Yeah, that's that's. I me. can do it. I'm not. I, there will. I cannot foresee a time. Actually, last Friday, uh, Pomodoro's off of NASA Road because it's right by my buddy's house, who's got the boat. Okay. He said, "Hey, there's this pizza. It's got is that, is that where you were yesterday when we were supposed to be recording?" Yeah. 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 I was drinking on a boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a boat. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, 
this pizza, he said, dude, it's one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Just try it. All right, cool. It was pineapple, ham, uh, feta. It was either feta or goat cheese. I think it was. I think it was feta cheese. And instead of a, a red sauce, instead of a white sauce, it was like that sweet chili sauce that you would put on wings. Okay. It was pretty damn good. I'm going to tell you, I went to. Pretty damn good. I had fire training up at College Station, and they have a Blaze Pizza, which is kind of yeah. like a kind of like a mod uh-huh. pizza. Um, and I went in. I got the crust. I got uh, white sauce, their Alfredo, extra Parmesan, extra mozzarella. Oh, yeah. And then I got chicken, bacon. They have like a, it's butter, but it has chunks of garlic in it, and they sprinkle it all over. Oh, yeah. I got that, and I had them baste the crust with that. Is there a blaze in Houston? I don't, I don't know, I, but I it's never, so good. I've, you could probably do this. Heard. You could probably do the same thing at Mod, yeah. but um, really good. If you're there, try it out. A buddy of mine swears by. They have a spicy red. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I think that would be good to try out. Really good though. I like it. So we'll wrap up with her with, with these uh, quick ones. Uh, ranch and spaghetti. I've done it. I don't. I can't say I would. I'd have to be in the mood for it because... Are you a fucking communist? What? No. I'm going to say this. I have. I don't eat ranch like I used to because I've seen. I've been seeing too many children eat it like it's, you know, going out of style. And it's kind of grossed me out about it. So I don't, I don't... It's pretty rare I ever eat ranch anymore. I've pretty much gone to blue cheese. But... I'm just not a big ranch guy unless it's like a jalapeno ranch. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff right there. But... For me, if I want something spicy, because everybody always coats it in ranch. Yeah. No, no, I want I, the spice. I want, I want the heat. Spice. Right. Uh, last one. Come on now. And I'm sure that you've got some Navy friends. <laughs> Ketchup on eggs. So this is a, um, oh, what is it? Because I've seen it before. It's very Canadian, very European. Uh, I believe the Brits do it, but they don't have. They don't have ketchup like we have ketchup. If you haven't seen it, there's a guy on TikTok, and I wish I could remember his name because it was actually, but he's trying like new things. Right. Because over there they have tomato sauce. Right. And apparently it's very different from like a Heinz 57 ketchup. Probably not as processed. Well, I'm sure it's not as much sugar and not, you know, but he did a video where he tried the, tried it on a burger, tried the tomato sauce, and then he tried the ketchup and took a bite and then it shows them like flying through space, and <laughs> so apparently for them it was really great. Uh, he enjoyed it anyway. Very different though, and I think a lot of that is just culture. Yeah. For me, it all depends on how I'm doing an egg. If I'm frying egg, it's going to be on a toaster sandwich with bacon, egg, cheese, chipo- uh, uh, sriracha mayo. Oh yes. And that's yes. It. If I'm doing scrambled, uh, I'm gonna scramble it up, throw some shredded cheddar cheese in there, okay, uh-huh. some hot sauce, uh-huh. and maybe maybe scramble in some sausage or something. Always a good or idea. chorizo. Always a good idea. But that's 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 my take. I will do it if I'm doing an omelet, but but hold on, it's only gonna be Whataburger spicy. 
Oh, I just thought of something. That's the only time I ever think about it. Although sometimes at uh, Whataburger, honestly, the spicy ketchup to me is better than their picani sauce. Oh, yeah. So how about how about you take the omelet, right? Okay. Fill it full of all the meats yeah, that buddy. would normally go in the meat lover's burrito. Yeah. Fill it with cheese, all the meats. Uh-huh. Then put that omelet on a toasted sandwich. That sounds amazing. I've done it. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty damn good. Here we go, ranting on food again. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all from us. We appreciate you listening. If you haven't checked it out, check out our social media. You can find our coffee link for some of the best damn coffee I've had in a while, even though somebody still owes me a cold brew. That's all for us. I'm Dustin. And I'm Gavin, who owes him a cold brew. Yes. Y'all be good to each other. And good night. Yeah.